is going on, everybody? Welcome to 2021. Uh, I'm Gabriel Menchaca. I'm excited to just dive in and get right into the, the first sermon series of the year. Uh, we're going to be talking about basically what comes first, what's first in our life. This year, we're starting to roll out some new things. Uh, if you are interested in New Wave LA and you want to get connected, uh, we're going to be launching and going to be actually having some in-person meetings and services this year. And so if you're interested at all in participating or being connected, please feel free, contact us. There's two things that I've been praying for. One, people that desire to know Jesus, like in a real genuine way, not a way that says, I want to know what I need to do, or I want to know what I have to do, or how does this religion thing work, or how does you know my status get promoted if I do these certain things. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for people who say, you know what? I want to know Jesus. I really do want to know who he is. I want to know who he is in scripture. I want to know who he is when I'm praying in the spirit. I want to know his voice. I want to know who my father in heaven is. And if you're someone that has that heart, we'd love to be connected to you in whatever way possible. And second, we're looking for those that are creative, man. We want to reach into the creative community in a real genuine way. And we need creative people to, to do that. And so if you're interested, please check out nwlachurch.com. That's nwlachurch.com. And we're going to dive right in, like I said, to Matthew 6, 33. It says this, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So seeking the kingdom first, it begins and ends with your intake of scripture and your time in prayer. I'll say that again. Seeking the kingdom first begins and ends with your intake of scripture and your time in prayer. Uh, when God is in first place, uh, we have direction. Without God in first place, we don't know where we need to go. I can say this. If your family is in first place, meaning they're before God, you know, you're like, you know, I, I, I don't want to pray. I don't want to read my Bible until, you know, my family's in order. Well, let me say this. Your family won't be in order until you pray and read your Bible because God in first place gives us direction because God in first place also allows us to see our flaws and our failures and our faults. And uh, God in first place gives us direction and our family benefits from correct direction. So our family benefits when we have correct direction. On top of that, ministry is genuine with direction. You cannot have genuine ministry without proper direction. Uh, you can go and see what goes on in a church or in a church group, and you can participate and even be successful at some things through their terms. However, genuine ministry comes only from proper direction, and proper direction only comes from Scripture. And so when we're getting these things, when we're walking forward, we're learning to understand that, that seeking the kingdom first begins and ends with your intake of scripture and your time and prayer. So we can get back on track when we find ourselves on the wrong path. Without direction, we can never get back on track. If we have the proper direction, we have our relationship with our heavenly father, we know what is truth, we know what to seek first, then we can get back on track. If we don't know these things, we keep going in the wrong direction. So God gives us direction, and we know that. Uh, many people, including those sitting in, in the front row of the greatest churches, struggle with purpose and calling. They struggle with it. People struggle with purpose and calling because they lack direction. 
They are looking to all the, the stars in their life, all the people that, that are, you know, uh, uh, mean something. They, they go to them. What do you think? You know, please tell me what to do. You know, let me let me ask you and, and please just just give me a direction. And it's kind of something that is is scripture points to us and teaches us that that we are actually supposed to be looking into scripture. Because Psalm 119, 105 says this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So what does this mean? It means that in the darkness, in the places you don't know, you utilize the lamp to see where you're going. A lamp to your feet and a light to your path. This is what scripture teaches us, that we go back to scripture to find direction. And so we cannot find direction. We cannot seek first the kingdom of God if we're not reading and we're not praying. So when we have lost our way or we can't see where we should go, we should look into the scripture. Now, I want to read two scriptures to you uh, from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 13 through 14. It says this, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Matthew 7, 24 says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Your first step in finding purpose is purposefully reading the word. Your first step in finding purpose is purposefully reading the word, meaning you're not reading it just to read it. It's not just another thing to do in the morning or another thing to do before you go to bed. You know, oh, I did that today. Mark it off. Check it off the list. No, reading the word it's about purposefully looking to scripture for direction and guidance to say, Lord, help me in these areas of my life. You know, I'm going through some financial issues. You know, what does the word say? Can I steal? <laughs> you know, these are questions that scripture teaches us. No, you can't steal, even if you are desperate. You know, uh, these, these moments, these, these hard things with your family, maybe there's loss and you're trying to figure out, Lord, this hurts. What do I do with that? Scripture teaches us these things. It talks about the Holy Spirit being the comforter. So in Matthew uh, 6.33, there's often been someone saying this scripture uh, and it's coupled with this pressure to be at every church event or activity. Uh, every outreach, uh, you're going to clean the church, uh, you know, everything you're going to do because you're going to build the kingdom, kingdom first, seek the kingdom. You know, and a lot of times this is not quite accurate because what, what they're saying basically is do these things to seek the kingdom first. So seeking the kingdom first means doing a lot of stuff. And that's not true. That's not true. Uh, seeking the kingdom first begins and ends with your, your intake of scripture and your time in prayer. Seeking the kingdom first begins and ends with your intake of scripture and your time in prayer, not how much you do for the church, for a ministry, for a pastor. That means nothing. That's not seeking the kingdom first. Seeking the kingdom first begins and ends when you are reading and praying. When you stop reading and praying and you continue doing all the church stuff, you're not seeking the kingdom first. Seeking the kingdom is not doing ministry. Uh, seeking his righteousness is not about being perfect. Perfect. 
Uh, in order to seek something, you have to identify it. You have to know what you're looking for. Seeking the kingdom, it, it, it cannot be replaced uh, um, away from uh, scripture and prayer. You cannot replace those things. You cannot replace it with uh, you know, service in the community and good vibes. Oh, I felt good because I did that. You know, that, that's not seeking the righteousness of God. It's, it's the holiness. It's saying, Lord, what, what troubles your heart? And, and what are the things that I do that trouble your heart? Help me to understand that. That's seeking his righteousness. Uh, you know, it's, it's a very simple thought of using a compass. If you know how to use a compass, you know that there are four points that you look at to identify a direction. So there's north, south, east, and west. And so when you find north, you know which way you need to go. It's the same thing when we say seek the kingdom first. We're saying put God as your north and you'll find all the other direction. You'll find every which way you know you need to go and whichever way you know you don't need to go. And so when we look at this and we say, seek the kingdom of heaven first, seek the kingdom of God first, this is what seeking the kingdom of God is like. North is the direction of understanding God. Lord, what is it that you want? What is it that you desire on earth as it is in heaven? What are those things? That's what we look to, look to first. Matthew Henry said this, thoughtfulness for our souls is the most effectual cure of thoughtfulness for the world. He also said, now observe, first, the object of this seeking, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We must mind heaven as our end and holiness as our way. Seek the comforts of the kingdom of grace and glory as your felicity. Aim at the kingdom of heaven. Press towards it. Give diligence to make it sure. Resolve not to take up short of it. Seek for this glory, honor, and immortality. Prefer heaven and heavenly blessings far before earth and earthly delights. We make nothing of our religion if we do not make heaven of it. And with the happiness of this kingdom, seek the righteousness of it, God's righteousness, the righteousness which he requires to be wrought in us and wrought by us, such as exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, we must follow peace and holiness. Let me close it with this thought, seeking the kingdom first begins and ends with your intake of scripture and your time in prayer. Seeking the kingdom first begins and ends with your intake of scripture and your time in prayer. Now, I want to encourage you. We've just started a new year. There's a plan called the One Year Bible. You can read about 15 minutes every day and read the whole Bible in one year. There's also plenty of prayer plans. You know, if you need help, you can actually DM me. I will actually uh, shoot you a scripture and shoot you, you know, maybe just a small prayer that you can say out loud and, and pray and say, Lord, help me today. You know, what we're talking about is a consistent lifestyle of pursuing Christ. We're not talking about perfection. We're not talking about you becoming a, a missionary, moving to the other side of the world, which I am not opposed to. But I say this first, get close to Jesus before you start trying to share uh, him and who he is with other people. 
And, and I would say this again, seek the kingdom first. Let God be and who he is and the characteristics of our father in heaven. Let that be our north and that be the direction that, that you know, we can establish all the other directions. Every other thing we, we want to do, everything we need to do, we can establish direction by finding our father in heaven, who he is as revealed in scripture and in our time in prayer and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I want to thank you all for listening. What we're doing is we're doing uh, preaching and teaching and all these sermons online and we're having in-person meetings. And in the in-person meetings, they're small. We don't do big, large gatherings. Not yet. We will get to that in the future, but we are not doing large gatherings. We're doing small groups so that way we can discuss. We can talk about real life issues and how these things play out into our real life. When we seek the kingdom of God first, what does that look like in real life? When we seek uh, uh, God first, you know, what does that mean? You know, what does that look like in our home? What does that look like in the service? What does that look like in the church or ministry, in our Christian community, and in the people that we know that are not Christians? What does that look like? And so this is what we do. We take the teaching, we put it online, and we we come together later during the week, and we talk together, and we encourage one another, we edify one another, and, and we speak about scripture and how we can apply scripture to our everyday life. I appreciate you listening. My name is Gabriel Menchaca.